Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast Monday through Friday where we encourage you to listen in wherever you're at and hear the Word of God and the truth preached. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and this week we're airing a message entitled, Rightly Dividing the Word. If you'd like to hear this message again or any other message from Treasure Valley Baptist Church, please stay tuned until the end of today's program for more information. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. All right, let's go ahead and take our Bibles and turn to 2 Timothy chapter 3. 2 Timothy chapter 3, we're going to do some teaching again today. We're going to continue along the line of some thoughts we started last week. Get into some of the meat of the Word of God. The meat of the Word of God, help our understanding about certain things and avoid confusion. Avoid confusion. How many of you understand that uh, a lot of people, even with reading the Bible, they get confused. They don't, don't get things right. And uh, it's, it's really not that hard to get things right if you consider some truths that we're looking at these past couple weeks. And what we've looked at so far, if you look at verse uh, 16 here, Second Timothy chapter 3 and verse... 16, all scripture is given by inspiration of God. To be inspired is to be breathed. God breathed. So we have a divine book here and it's profitable. Notice the first thing for doctrine. And that's what we're emphasizing here. We're looking at the doctrinal aspects of things. Where do things fit in? Who's he talking to? What's the context? What's the historical context? What's the subject at hand? What's he not talking about? Who's he not talking to? And when we understand these things and sort these things out, or as the Bible says, rightly divide the word, then so many of these things that look like contradictions to so many people are no longer contradictions. Everything just fits just so. Those of you that have worked on automobiles, you know that the manual for the automatic transmission isn't the same as the manual for the engine. And the manual for the engine isn't the same as the manual for the rear differential. And the rear differential manual is not the same as the manual for the brakes. But if you just lump all those together and just say, hey, we're just talking about the car, it all applies to anything, well, you can, you can imagine the confusion you'd have. And so it is with the Word of God. We rightly divide it. So first of all, it's profitable for doctrine. Look at verse 16 again. And then uh, for reproof and for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. So you have four applications there. Doctrine is number one, but then correction uh, and in, uh, reproof, correction and instruction in righteousness. And we'll look at how all that fits together. Father, help us now as we, as we continue with these thoughts that you might open the eyes of our understanding that we might be better students of the Word of God. In Christ's name, amen. So we're told in 2 Timothy chapter 2 to rightly divide the Word of truth. We found out that God oftentimes teaches us through similitudes. He'll give us an example of something that's similar to something that He's trying to teach us. And that's a common way. Some of Christ's parables were similitudes. And then He often teaches us by way of contrast. Uh, Something is different from something else. And we can learn from that as well. And then we took a look at testaments, covenants, and dispensations. And when we're talking about rightly dividing the word of truth, dispensations are important. Uh, Brother Mike Walski is teaching a class in Sunday school 
about rightly dividing the word and emphasizing those things. Those are important that we understand them. We, we looked at them last week. Now, what does all this help us to do? Well, it helps us to avoid some confusion. And so today I want to point out some of the confusions that people get into, yes, by reading their Bible. How many of you ever tried to witness to somebody and someone said to you, ah, oh, there's so many different interpretations of the Bible, nobody knows which one is right? Okay, if you've done any amount of witnessing at all, you've you've had somebody throw that at you. Now, again, if you're not if you're not understanding the Bible in context and rightly dividing it, you could come to that conclusion. And let's take a look at at one of those examples. Let's take the most basic, most important, and and really uh, in so many ways the simplest concept, and that is uh, salvation. And see how you can even get a contradiction out of that. Take your Bibles and turn to. To Ephesians chapter 1, Ephesians chapter 1, back a couple books. And again, we're going to do some Bible study. If you don't have a Bible with you today, look on with somebody else nearby. Ephesians chapter 1, and Ephesians chapter 1, and take a look at verse 13. Verse 13, in whom ye also trusted, speaking of Christ in verse 12, after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ there, the good news, in whom also after that you believed, you were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise. So when we trust Christ, we are sealed by God himself. That's why we say that we are secure in Christ. Uh, we're not secure in ourselves. We're not secure in our performance. We're secure in Christ. Uh, verse 14, which is the earnest of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession under the praise of his glory. Okay, so that's the earnest, the spirit of God living inside of us, and we're sealed by that spirit, and that is the earnest. When you go to buy a house, you'll put some earnest money down. God has put earnest down on us in the person of the Holy Spirit until the redemption of the purchased possession. Well, that's our bodies, and they haven't been redeemed yet, in case you hadn't noticed. Uh, every morning when I get up, I notice that my body has not been redeemed. And uh, other times during the day, I'm reminded of those things. And the older you get, the more reminders you get. But someday that's going to happen. Now, uh, that all speaks to the freeness of salvation. That all speaks to the finality of salvation. That all speaks to the security of salvation. Flip over another chapter. Look at chapter 2. Look at Ephesians chapter 2. And let's look at verses 8 and 9, verses that most of us would be familiar with. Uh, for by grace are ye saved through faith. Now notice that expression, saved through faith. That's important because we're going to look at something that apparently contradicts that. And uh, we'll do that in just a little bit. For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. Uh, it is a gift of, of God. And in case, in case you didn't get the point in verse 8, look at verse 9. Not of works, lest any man should boast. Not of works. It's not of works. You ever notice man-made religion has always got you working for it? Uh, the Bible says in um, Romans uh, chapter 4, But to him that worketh not, but believeth on him that justifieth the ungodly, his faith is counted for righteousness. So again, we see salvation is a free gift, not of works. Uh, it's, it's a final thing. Look at chapter 4. Look at chapter 4 and look at verse, look at verse 30. Further assurance of these matters. He says, and grieve not the Holy Spirit of God. Remember, the Spirit of God lives inside of us once we're saved. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of what? 
Redemption. Remember that redemption of the purchased possession? The day he comes to redeem our bodies and fashion them like unto Christ? Well, you're sealed until that time. You know what that speaks of? Uh, that speaks of assurance. It speaks of the finality of salvation. It, it, it speaks of eternal security. Uh, if we took the time here this morning, which we won't, we could go to John chapter 10. And, and Jesus talks about that. He says, I give unto them eternal life. And they shall never perish. They shall never perish. Why? Because they're sealed. They're sealed by the Holy Spirit. They shall never perish. Well, that's, you know, that's, I don't, I don't know how many, uh, how much clearer God could make that. And, uh, let's take a look at one more. Go to, uh, Romans chapter 10. Romans chapter 10. And Romans chapter 10. And take a look at verse, verse 12. For there is no difference. Uh, between the Jew and the Greek, for the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. So uh, God offers salvation to all, uh, regardless of, of, of race, regardless of language. He offers salvation to all. And then he says in verse 13, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be what? Saved. All right, now all of this seems very clear. And, and we got this out of the New Testament, right? Did we get all these verses out of the New Testament? Okay. And so it all seems very clear, very, very well defined. And then let's take our Bibles and go to Matthew chapter 24. And let me show you how the confusion begins for some people. In fact, whole denominations within the realm of Christendom have formed over this verse and a few verses like it. And again, the problem is it doesn't contradict what we just read unless it's taken out of context. And so we've got to rightly divide the word. We've got to understand the doctrine. Who's he talking to? What's the subject matter? And, and understand these things. Now, take a look at verse, take a look at verse 13, uh, chapter 24 and verse 13. And I'm just going to give you the, the, the verse as it's often used to prove that either salvation is not completely of grace, that you have to chip in and do some work yourself, or if it is, you've got to work to keep it. How many of you ever heard that concept? Yeah, you're saved, that's great, but look out, you could lose it. And I usually got a little list of things that if you do those, you lose it. You, you look at verse 13, but he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be what? Didn't we just read that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved? And it was for by grace through faith and not, not of yourselves. It is a gift of God, not of works lest any man should boast. We want to thank you for joining us today for Treasures of Truth. And it is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled Rightly Dividing the Word by Pastor Rick Michael. As we heard in today's message, we need to pray for understanding so that we do not confuse ourselves while reading the Bible. If you are able to rightly divide the Word of God, you will be able to stand on it as a foundation to lead others to Christ. If you are listening here today and you are not saved or unsure about your salvation, and you want to be with Christ up in heaven one day and experience the magnificence of God Himself, then we encourage you to contact the offices of Treasure Valley Baptist Church at 208-888-4545. That's 208-888-4545. And someone on the other end will be able to walk you through the plan of salvation and leads you to Christ. 
As mentioned at the beginning of this broadcast, if you would like to hear this or any other message from Treasure Valley Baptist Church, please feel free to visit our website at tvbc.org for more information. We also invite you to join our live streams on Facebook and YouTube for weekly encouraging messages. And if you just so happen to be in the area, we have a bookstore that is open to the public on Tuesdays from 10.30 to 4.30 and Wednesdays from 8.30 to 4.30. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and we would love for you to come join us for our weekly services. They begin with Sunday school at 9.30 a.m., followed by the morning service at 10.45, a Sunday evening service at 5.45 p.m., and our midweek service on Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. Our services have nurseries available for young children, as well as interactive and exciting programs for all ages, including junior high, high school, and even college-age groups. Thank you for listening to Treasures of Truth, a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and may God bless you in the coming weeks and days ahead.